This is Cultivate a Good Life, episode 125, God is in Your Unique Journey, with Darla Trindler. Hey everybody, welcome back, because I'm sure you're showing up another week because all of you are listening so loyally every single week, right? And we sure love it. Except maybe we have a few new friends. So if you're new, welcome. We love you also. In fact, we love you the very most. Just kidding. Just kidding, loyal people. If you came for Darla, I understand. (laughs) She's pretty fantastic. She is really fantastic. So thanks to everybody, whether you've been loyally listening for more than two years or you're brand new, we're so happy to have you. And Becky Proudfit, you're my friend and co-host that I did I mention you? Didn't, you you oh. didn't even introduce me. <laughs> There's Becky. That just feels a little bit hurtful. Becky one, Becky two, and guess who else is in the house? Darla. Hey, Darla. Hey, Darla. I'm so excited to be here. <laughs> I love this banter between the two of you. It's so fun. Well, the poor it's girls are. It's our gift. <laughs> She's already been listening to us for like 15 minutes before we even hit record. So right. there's that. But we are really excited. We're going to introduce Darla in a minute. But before we get to that, I just wanted to humble myself and admit something to Becky Proudfit that she doesn't know. Yeah. Was I right? Because last time you so were right. So you weren't. Dang it. You weren't right, but it is related to that. So okay. we had this friendly bet, just to give you a context. Okay. Um, we had this friendly bet, and I knew I was right, and Becky knew she was right, but I was the actual right one, and she was incorrect, and that's fine, and I won the bet. And this is kind of a big deal in our relationship because she's always right. I was pretty proud of her. Right. I, I, here's the thing. I'm not always right. I just don't say I'm sure unless I'm sure. That's correct. And this time I was sure and totally incorrect. So here's the fun thing. Wow. What we were betting about was whether or not I had already recorded the title for the last episode. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. so I, I fair and square won the bet because I had already recorded it. And Becky knows that because I played it back for you. Did you did you record it before I got to the so, house? No, 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 no. Okay. But what I didn't know until after when I was really like by myself, you know, going through the audio clips, doing my little workflow, post-production, blah, blah, blah. I recorded the first one without saying this is cultivating a good life. I literally said it and recorded it as this is episode blah, 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 da, 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 da. And so I actually did it incorrectly. So it's a good thing we recorded it again. Because, I mean, the world would stop spinning. That right there is a win-win. <laughs> you were right, and the thing got done properly. Right. That, I know. That's just a miracle. So that's there you a go. Christmas miracle. It is a Christmas miracle. Yay for you. And in the spirit of the Christmas season and the holiday season, we're going to go ahead and get right to this amazing conversation that we are so looking forward to with Darla. We're going to introduce her in just a moment, but first, let's hear a quick word from this week's sponsor. There's a good chance you have and use the Project Life app. You know that bringing your photos and written memories together in the palm of your hand with this app is pure magic. The finishing touch of all the documenting that you're doing in the app, of course, is actually printing those pages. For sure. We are huge fans of the photo books, and if you have yet to order one, we highly recommend it. They are gorgeous. Ordering happens intuitively and entirely in the app and ships right to your front door. Having said that, we know that there are plenty of documenting projects that make make more sense to print individual pages instead of bound photo books. Absolutely. I'm regularly sharing that kind of app inspiration on Instagram. Now, in light of those individual pages you're printing directly through the app, we are thrilled to shout it from the rooftops that the basic products that you would need to support your app documenting are freshly back in stock. Albums, page protectors, even envelope pages to hold memorabilia and dividers to keep all your memories marked and organized. It's all available at shopbeckyhiggins.com. Friends, make those pages and print those pages. Between the app and the BH shop, we've got you covered for all your documenting needs. 
You guys, we are so excited to introduce you to Darla Trendler. And do you guys remember how we have talked several times about like all these people we meet via mm-hmm. the lovely Instagram and, and the podcasting, world. podcasting world. And then mm-hmm. you meet them and it's like, you're all members of the same team that none of you knew you were part of till you met each other. Right. That, that yes. is exactly <laughs> how I feel about Darla. Darla is a fellow podcaster. She is a teacher. She's an exceptional human being. Yes, she is. Do you want to introduce yourselves, Darla? Yourselves. All she's of, all not of your... schi- Listen, she's not <laughs> schizophrenic, just so we're clear. She has one personality. Would you like to introduce yourself, Darla? After that, <laughs> I would love to introduce oh, myself. So good. I just have to say, when you were saying all that, I'm thinking about my husband makes fun of me all the time. Oh, I love him <laughs> because already. Because since I've been in this world, starting to podcast and, mm-hmm. you know, Instagram and all this stuff, and I'll be like, we'll be having a conversation and I'll say, oh, one of my friends, you know, and he's like, whoa, hold up, stop. <laughs> is this an Instagram friend or mm-hmm. is this an in, you know, real life friend? I'm like, they're all one in the same they team. Are. Oh, for sure. I, have, I mean, and really I have made the best closest dearest friends through Instagram right yeah it's and kind through, of amazing you know doing this work on a podcast so mm-hmm. I make no distinction I don't have in real life friends and Instagram friends they're just mm-hmm. all my Separately. friends yeah. so I think that's actually like an Instagram myth is they're like well this is all fake and it's not real and they no, like absolutely not. All I get where it's coming from. I totally. get the sentiment. I just don't live in that world. Well, and maybe it is that way for some people. Sure. I can say for me, that would take far too much effort and I would never be on social media yeah. if I had to pretend because right. I just don't have that kind oh, of power if I'm being honest. <laughs> but when you have these relationships, all it does is it just like expands your horizon. And I think it's cool because you get to really like unify in purpose. So mm-hmm. you, you kind of gravitate and find these people that are after the same things that you are mm-hmm. and all working towards the same goal. And it forms these really fast, but really lasting and deep relationships because of your like unity and purpose. Yeah, that's true. Totally. Yeah. And I can say like some of my closest friends, the people that I trust and love, those relationships started on Instagram. And so, so cool. anybody that says you can't have real friendships and real relationships mm-hmm. starting on social media, it's a lie. Well, you, or you they, just, they just haven't experienced it, so they wouldn't know. Right. So we're right. we're all here living. Get proof. out there! Don't pretend. Yeah. It goes back to episode one. Let your freak flag <laughs> fly, right. and your people right. are going to find you, and they may find you in real life, and they may find you on Instagram that bleeds over into real life, and it's mm-hmm. a beautiful thing. Well, speaking of episode one, Darla, you are a podcaster, and so yes. what is your podcast called? My podcast is called Spiritually Minded Women, mm-hmm. and I'm just I just feel really called and like really driven. It's like I've tried to quit several times. I just can't. It's yeah. just not something yeah. I can do. Um, is just to help women embrace who they are. Um, I started out with another podcast called Spiritually Minded Mom to help moms just know that you know you are the right mom for your kids, and and that's evolved into just wanting to talk to all women and just say you have a purpose, you have something that you can do that nobody else can do, and it's important. Mm-hmm. I know you guys share. You've mm-hmm. you guys share all the time. Your story matters. Like that's right. What you have to contribute it matters, and the circumstances that you're in and everything that you have, you have all the tools that you need to mm-hmm. be able to do that. So that's my message. I just want to like shout it from the rooftops that yes. we all have something that we can contribute and do, and it's important. And I want to mention that we have we have mentioned your podcast by name several times on this podcast. So mm-hmm. just for those of you who are like, I think that sounds familiar, right? In this context, yes, because we've talked about it. In fact, recently we we pointed um, our listeners to a very specific episode that, for me personally, was one of the most riveting episodes of all podcasts that I've ever listened to ever, ever. We'll link to it again in this episode because it's all these different ways to hear 
God in your life. And it's, mm-hmm. yeah. th- it's so profound because it was a community conversation, huh? That was a unique experience for you. Well, do you want to know the backstory? I do actually. Okay, this yeah. is you, you, I just can't even believe that this happened to me. So, so uh, kind of an overarching theme in my life. I, and I, just to back up, like back when I was in my twenties and early thirties, I was always like, I just want to do something. And I feel like there's something I should be doing, but I just sat there and I was like waiting for something to drop in my lap. Mm. and it was, it's just was never going to happen. Right. And so I started to learn, I have to act. I have to do something. Even if it's something small, if I feel like God is telling me to do something, I just have to act. And then the power comes and then he says, okay, here's the next step. Mm-hmm. And so that's what I started doing. And, and really the becoming a podcaster was like the catalyst for all that. Okay. So, you know, I'm in this mode where I just need to act. And then you know, you, we all go through like ebbs and flows in our mm-hmm. life, right? Like sometimes you're way up high and sometimes you're down in a valley and you don't, you know, that's just how life is. All and day so, long. Yep. so I think I was kind of down in this valley and mm-hmm. I had this idea one day that it would be so great to bring women together and have them share how they hear God in their lives. And I, and there was like, I had this idea and I thought, okay, I could do that. And then, you know, like my mind is saying, well, what about this obstacle? And what about this? And what about this? But I just decided to push through that. I just decided I'm not going to wait like three weeks to do this. I'm going to do this right now. This was on a Thursday, right? Oh, wow. You remember. And it was kind of, I think it was April. It was kind of like- I was going to say, I know it was in, in mm-hmm. during the pandemic. Yes. The it was like right when mm-hmm. nobody was going anywhere, nobody was doing anything. That's right. And so I had this thought, I could pull this together quick because nobody's going anywhere. Because nobody has right? anything to do. Nobody has anything to do. And or so- nowhere to go. Yeah. I just <laughs> felt like I had kind of, even though I have this mantra, like when I act, I feel power. Mm-hmm. I was kind of in that valley where I was feeling like, I'm not feeling this all the time. And so I had this idea and I thought, I am going to act on this. I am going to do this. And so like within two hours, I, I set up a zoom call. Mm -hmm. I put a call out on my Instagram page, like who wants to be a part of this? And then I was like, okay, you know, then all these other things start popping up and I go to bed that night and I'm feeling really good. Like I'm doing something like I am acting and this feels good. Absolutely. And then I couldn't go to sleep and I laid in bed for like, you know how it is when you can't go to uh-huh. sleep. And because for me, it wasn't like I wasn't tired, but it was like yeah, mm-hmm. all the things going on in my mind mm-hmm. and my mind, my brain just would not shut off. And then the doubt starts to creep in yep. and I'm in the middle of the night and there's opposition coming. It's just being thrown at me. Like, who do you think you are mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. you could bring women together and talk about this? Mm-hmm. And nobody cares about what you want to say. And no one's going to listen to this. And no one's going to show up at your Zoom call. And it got to the point where I had to get up and just get out of bed. And my, of course, my husband's asleep. You know, my, my house is dark. And I had the thought to grab my journal, which I had written in mm-hmm. earlier that day. And I went in my bathroom and I opened up that journal And this is the very first time I had ever done this, but I had journaled as if God was talking to me. I had had that thought earlier that day Mm -hmm. and I went back and I read just what I had written that morning. And it was like, Darla, this is what I want you to do. I had written it out like Mm -hmm. as if he was talking to me and I read it again and I'm sitting in my pajamas with bedhead (laughs) with my journal on the side of my bathtub and had a total experience where I was able to push out that opposition and 
come back to, okay, I'm doing something good. And of course there's going to be opposition of course, because I'm doing something good and I don't care about this opposition. I'm going to push through it Mm -hmm. and I'm going to do it. So that's the backstory. Like I was fighting. I was just, you know, and that's constant battle. I think Anytime you're feeling opposition in your life, you're probably trying to do something really good. Right? Amen. <laughs> we say right? that all Amen. the time. Because it's so true. Opposition's my favorite. And, and yeah. I love that you said that because if any listener out there is having those bursts of inspiration followed by those valleys of self-doubt, yeah. when we say opposition, replace that with self-doubt. And a really powerful thing, you know, if you listen to the podcast we talk about is recognizing and calling it, calling it out for what it is. Mm-hmm. And that self-doubt is not coming from inside of you, right? but it is an external force causing you to have that self-doubt. And also know that self-doubt is the precursor. If you can push through that, it is a precursor to miracles, which yes. I think is what you which, experienced. Which was what I experienced. So, you know, I put it out there and this was Thursday and I was going to have the Zoom call on a Tuesday night. And, and I'm kind of panicking right before, and then somebody texts me, are you going to get on the call? And I, I had, I was off by 15 minutes and, you know, people were already there and I'm like grabbing my husband. Can you moderate? Can you like <laughs> let people in? And, you know, and anyway, we got in there and I really didn't even know, like, so I had 13 people show up, which I was thrilled mm-hmm. to have 13 women. Mm-hmm. Some of them I knew, some of them I didn't yeah. know, like people I didn't know show, showed up. That's amazing. And then everything just flowed and somebody before we started recording just said, why don't we just each take a turn and then we'll pass it to the next person. Oh, and so I, you hadn't even thought through. I mean, I kind flow. of, yeah, I really didn't. And oh. somebody else that was in the call said, Let's that do. Was, and I said, great. A, that was an Yay. amazing part of, by, by the way, guys, when, again, we'll link to mm-hmm. it in the show notes. When you, when you listen to it or watch it on YouTube, cause we'll, we can yes, share both it's on things. YouTube. Yeah. Um, you, you totally, you feel it and you see that the, the baton being passed from woman to woman to woman as they each share and articulate their thoughts. And it is profound and powerful. It is literally one of the top things I would recommend in your whole life to listen to. It's so Oh, good. you're so nice. No, I really Thank mean you. that. You know I but mean that because I, I shared about it. I shared about it while I was hiking in Flagstaff and I shared about mm-hmm. it again on the podcast oh. and then I brought it up again somewhere and I'm like, clearly it meant a lot to me. And I'm a woman of faith. I already believe in God and I already feel like I feel his voice and, and hear his influence or hear his voice and feel his influence in my life. But the conversation and the way it went and the way that the influence was felt through all of these women of various backgrounds and various yes. experiences it is a life-altering conversation that needs to be heard. And I'm so glad you did it. And I'm so glad you felt the opposition because then that mm-hmm. meant that mm-hmm. you had to push through it because something great was about to happen. As Becky put, it was a miracle. Right. It was a miracle. And and what yeah. you're saying, and I know that like this is your message, like share your story, right? Like record it. Yes. Live it. And that is why, because we help each other when we are able to hear someone else's perspective, even if, you know, I brought women together that all believed in God and all believed that God could talk to them, mm-hmm. but it was different for each of them. That's right. And, and that's, I think that's the mess, my overarching message that I always try to share on my podcast is that God is there and he's going to speak to you, but don't compare how he speaks to you to someone else. Mm-hmm. Figure it out, dig in and figure it out for yourself and then, and then go with it. Then act, you know, once you know, like this is my purpose or this is what something he's telling me to do, 
don't question it. Just, That's right. Just do it. Well, that individuality is exactly what we knew we wanted to talk about with you today because you believe so deeply, and we share this belief with you, that our journey, each of us have this unique journey that is truly supposed to be individual. And you've already touched on this, but that power of acting on those, those impressions that you feel, maybe speak to that and, and we'll dive into this conversation a little bit further about how that plays into your unique journey. Well, I could give you an example like start, starting a podcast. And, and I don't want anyone to think like, you don't have to start a podcast to experience right. this. But, or have a platform. Or, have, or, yeah, or totally. even have a platform, right? This was just my journey. And I mean, really, I just, I kind of thought of myself more as a writer. And I thought, oh, I'll share some way through writing. And every time I would try to do it, it just wasn't gelling. It wasn't coming together. And I, But I loved podcasts. I loved listening to podcasts. And that's mm-hmm. all I listened to. And then slowly, like in my mind, I started feeling like God telling me, you need to podcast. This is what I want you to do. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, but I'm scared to death. I don't know what to do. And, and, you know, I described how I had been in the past, like just kind of like, yes, I feel like I need to do something, but I don't know what to do. So I just sat there and didn't do anything and just, you know, bought online courses and consumed things mm-hmm. and to learn and, you know, try to figure things out and then, yeah. but never did anything about it. And so Sounds like a common story, by the way. Right, like everybody can relate relate to that. that. (laughs) Your story may not be a podcast, but everyone can relate to that. Yeah. And and so finally, I just, this is when I kind of got this mantra, act and the power will come. Okay, I'm going to act. I opened my laptop and I went on Amazon and I said, I just Googled, you know, searched, what kind of microphone do I need? Right. And that was literally my first step. And I did not know what the next step was. Right. And... So I Googled and I got a microphone and then the next step came and then, you know, things, Mm -hmm. I started meeting people that could help me or I would run into, you know, find something online that would help me. And I found people that were sharing the information about how to produce a podcast and how to edit Mm -hmm. a podcast and how to, I didn't know how to put it on Apple iTunes, like Mm -hmm. a no clue. Yeah. And just by taking a step and a step and another step you know, mm. I was able to find it. But had I sat there and said, oh, I feel inspired to do a podcast. Right. And I never went and Googled how to, mm-hmm. what microphone I needed. I would not be where I'm at. I would still be sitting there. I think the myth is, um, I was actually talking to a client about this the other day and we were talking about lack of confidence and that kind of, that whole confidence, authenticity, like the, all those buzzwords that we hear. And I think that big myth is that um, is that you wait for the confidence and the confidence drives you forward. Mm-hmm. And what I was sharing with her was that confidence oftentimes feels a lot like terror <laughs> and fear, but it's that coupled mm-hmm. with forward momentum, right? So when you take that step, when you have the, the movement before the motivation, as we always talk mm-hmm. about, when you have that confidence is a result of inspired action. It's not a precursor to inspired action. Mm -hmm. And I think so many people sit back waiting to feel, um, authority, waiting to feel ready, waiting to feel that confidence. And when I feel confidence and I know it's the right time and they get very stuck in that, um, Rachel Nielsen always calls it the collecting gurus phase. I'm going to pay money. I'm going to pay money to all the people and all the programs and wait for that perfect thing. And then Mm -hmm. something's going to happen. That's going to unlock my potential. But really what it is, is your ability to tolerate the terror and the uncertainty that leads you to that purpose-driven action, and then confidence is a result. 
but we can't think about it flip-flop because I'm telling you what, you're going to be waiting forever, right? Mm -hmm. There's no one who's going to give you permission and make you feel like you're ready or confident enough. I could not agree with that more with what both of you said. And I also don't think I've ever said this before, but I do want to give a nod to a season of Collecting Gurus. Mm -hmm. Just got to put that out there. We've all Mm -hmm. collected gurus and we all know the benefit of reading, listening, researching, attending, being in courses, Mm -hmm. those type of experiences that we've all done before. I'm saying the three of us, we've all done that and we've benefited from the sharing of knowledge and ideas and inspiration from other people. However, like that's, that's a season, like just do that for a minute, do it until you're like, okay, I've, I've really consumed a lot now. Really? This Mm -hmm. is up to me. And as you say, Darla, like take action. You just have to actually put one foot in front of the other. You have to just Google which microphone do I need? You start somewhere, right? right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And for sure, movement before motivation, for sure. You can't wait to feel all the, you know, energy of how you're going to do it all. And what's Mm -hmm. the next step? You just kind of have to go with the blind faith sometimes of like, I know I'm supposed to do this, but I just can't see where I'm going exactly. The the action that is inspired by the blind faith, by that moment of like sheer, okay, I'm going to do this, Uh which we kind of can all relate Mm -hmm. to, right? That is what creates confidence. It's that because it's almost like you are trusting yourself enough. You're going out, you're, you're putting all your eggs in your own basket that, that is what cultivates confidence, Mm -hmm. not results, not, it's the feeling of like, I have a purpose. I felt a purpose. I move forward in that purpose. That is what brings you peace. That is what brings you confidence. Totally. Yeah. Have you had experience Darla with, um, especially because you work with women, right? That's, that's who you speak with and to and for, and have you had experience with women lacking confidence in their unique journey because they don't believe in what they're doing or what, where's the doubt usually coming from? Well, I think for me, I mean, one of the biggest lessons I've learned on my journey and, and I've interviewed hundreds of women and, you know, Mm -hmm. talked, I mean, I have, I love to have personal, you know, one-on-one conversations with other women Mm -hmm. on Instagram or in real life. And one of the things I started to notice when, you know, I would put an episode out and, you know, interview someone and, and they would say, well, that's really great for them or for you but I don't ever feel that. Like, Mm -hmm. I don't, I don't know if, I don't know if I ever feel inspired to do anything or I don't know if God talks to me. Sure. Mm. And I have to say that I, I, I always, before I started this journey, I always felt like, you know, of course God talks to me. Like I, it, it's comes easily to me. I think it's kind of a gift that I have that Mm -hmm. it does come easily to me. And I started to realize that not everybody is the same. Mm Mm-hmm. Not everybody is going to be just like me. And when you can open yourself up and say, not everyone's just like me, then I was able to say, it's okay if you don't feel like me, or it's okay if like, you know, like I said before, it's okay if a podcast is not what your journey is. Maybe your journey is, I'm going to go join the PTA at my kid's school and make a difference there, or I'm going to reach out to my next door neighbor, or, you know, I'm going to invite a kid into my home every afternoon that needs some love or whatever it is. Um, that that's, I think that's what I have realized for myself and what, so what I'm trying to share with other women is that we're not the same. And so, you know, the comparison game is huge and dangerous, right? It's, it's huge and and, gross and so dangerous. (laughs) And, you know, in social media, it's easy to get on and say, oh, you know, they're doing this. And, Mm -hmm. but, but I think what we have to step back and this is another thing that I kind of learned along the way was I started to just have a mantra for myself. And I would just say, every time I would start to feel like, oh, 
doing that. I should be doing that. Or Mm -hmm. am I doing the right thing? Like I would just, you know, start to shrink. Like, I don't know. And and lack that confidence. Right. Mm -hmm. And I would just say, nope, I'm fulfilling God's mission for me. And this is what I feel called to do. And so just step into that. And the other thing I was thinking, um, when you were talking about, you know, you don't always have the confidence until you've actually done something. I always try to think of confidence as being coupled with courage that we have to have, sometimes we have to have the courage first to just do something and then the confidence comes. Totally. And I mean, a pattern that I've also seen is I seldom, and in fact, I have, you know, I have a business coach and we, we joke about this all the time that Darla never really knows the big picture. I mm-hmm. never really know like, what is, you know, my five-year plan? It doesn't, mm-hmm. I just don't operate that way. Mm-hmm. And I don't know why, but because I think it's because when I feel something, I rarely know why. Mm. I just know what I so relate to that. You know, I I love that you said that. So I think sometimes we think in order to act, we have to know the whole picture. Like I have to know that where my podcast is going to be in Mm -hmm. five years or where I'm going to be in five years. No, I don't need to know that. Yes. And that's something I've realized about myself. So I know, I know what, I don't know why. Mm -hmm. And sometimes you don't know how. Exactly. How am I supposed to do the thing? Right. (laughs) So just take the what and do it. Yes. Yeah. Do the what. Oh, I'm so glad you went there. One thing I wanted to bring up is, you know, all three of us here at this table work with business coaches, right? That Mm -hmm. is, that is totally, we have all sought out the help. One thing I have learned, and I love my business coach. I love, I love all the people that I've been able to learn from. But one thing that I have very deeply felt is that just because something hasn't been done the way you're feeling like it, you need mm-hmm. to do it does not mean that a, it won't be successful. B you won't, that, it, that you won't be able to reach the people that you need to reach. You have to have so much confidence in what your journey is. Mm-hmm. And sometimes I think when you talk about purpose and, and you get involved with all the learning, you, you tend to think there's a magic formula or like, Hey, we're going to do X, Y, and Z, and it's going to equal this. And it's going to be a huge success and all these things. It can be about none of that because Mm -hmm. there is no magic pill. There is no secret formula. There is no secret key that unlocks the universe. The reward has to be the confidence you gain through your um, inspired action. Mm -hmm. That is the reward. And then the rest of it, like let go and let God, Mm -hmm. right? Like you, you bring your everything that you have and every bit of courage and every bit of confidence and then you just let go. That feeling of peace yeah. and confidence is the reward of a purpose-driven life. Like that peace, that laying your head down at night or sitting on your bathtub reading back those inspired words, that feeling of contentment and peace, that is the reward. Yeah, and that's where the power comes from. The power yeah. doesn't come from you know, knowing what's the end result going to be. The power right. comes from just the acting part. It, it's yeah. not about the results. Well, and when do we ever know the results? I love to say yeah. begin the, with the end in mind. Stephen Covey coined that term. You know, a lot of us love yeah. to quote Did that. Did you know that I worked for with, Covey Leadership Center for four oh, years? Sister. Don't even. <laughs> Why were you holding back on I this? She's going to start crying. Like this is, yes, I, this is big I, information. I love the seven habits. I love Stephen yes. Covey. Yes. Oh my gosh. So yeah. Okay. So <laughs> yeah. we just bonded. The bonding just went up a notch. <laughs> Beginning with the end in mind to me is a profound principle because of how it steers me. It's Mm -hmm. it's one of the principles, the guiding principles in my life to help me understand 
where I'm going, how I'm getting there, right? So I like to envision the end in, end in mind, but I'm so glad that you've brought up how most of the time the inspiration that you receive isn't even knowing what that end result looks like. Yeah. And that's important for me to hear because I quote that so much and because I use that so much and I use it with a, a great deal of intention, especially in my space of documenting. I like people to think, where are you going with this? Like, what's it going to end up as and then now let's take the steps to get yeah reverse engineer right. sure. exactly totally however there are i think way more times more often in my life that i really don't understand what the bigger picture is and i've always said it's not my job to understand and that's mm-hmm. what brings me peace of mind it's taking the action and like we're talking about the courage but then i just remind myself this isn't my job to understand if i mm-hmm. feel so impressed and so deeply inspired to do x y and z my job's to do it not to understand yeah. why. Your so. only job is to act. That's mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. That's all you have to do. And I mean, we're never going to figure it all out. It kind of it kind of takes the pressure off. It sure does. In some ways. Like oh, and yeah. I and I don't want to say by saying this to to say that, you know, we don't ever have to, you know, plan or right. you know, Absolutely. or make goals or, you know, work towards things. I totally totally believe that, but you know, if you're someone who's feeling like I just don't know what the end picture is here, mm-hmm. then great. Enjoy the journey and just take steps and it'll you know, just keep going. It's okay. Okay. So let's say I'm a listener. I'm hearing this conversation. It feels good to me. And I have a thought. I have a thought in my mind, something I've been thinking about, something I've been feeling impressed about could just be within my family, within the walls of my own home, perhaps in my community or in my service or my job, career, anything. I just haven't taken the action yet. You're my BFF. You're right in front of me. What would you say how do I take that next step? Like what, how do I develop and build up that courage to actually take the action that you're talking to me about? Cause I'm terrified <laughs> all the pressure, Darla. I'm terrified. I can't do this next thing. What on earth do I do? Well, I would say break it down and go simple. Keep it simple. Buy a microphone, right? Right. Google yeah. and buy a microphone. That I mean, a really great buying a microphone is not, thing. Oh, I've got a podcast That's up right. on Apple mm-hmm. iTunes or whatever, you know, I would say break it down. And if it's overwhelming to you, then you might be thinking too big. And maybe you just need to back it up and say, what is one thing that I can do today that's going to get me closer mm-hmm. to where what I'm feeling like I need to be doing? Totally. I think that's it. One thing. Most of the things that we're all good at procrastinating are being procrastinated because they are so big. Mm-hmm. Am I making sense? Uh-huh, totally. And so I think we all have kind of, we'll call it the big idea. We all have the big thing. And... If you look at it that way, you how do you ever, you can't just do the big thing. Baby steps is yeah. the only way. Reverse engineering that we yeah. talked on, that's another. Beck, maybe explain that really quickly just for people to kind of wrap their heads around that so if they haven't So reverse heard it. engineering is kind of a broader principle of begin with the end in mind, mm-hmm. which is you kind of come up with your end goal. Or I, I like to say a marker goal, though, because I think whenever any of us are like, what's my end goal? you're going to mess it up. Like you have no idea what your end goal is until you're three fourths of the way there. Like there's just no, there's no way to like predict that in the beginning. So you're going to make yourself a marker goal and then you're going to take backward steps and say, okay, well if I want to, so say you have a clothing company and you want to be in big box retailers. So you're going to make that, I want to be in big box retailers in five years. Okay. So what do I do today? That brings me closer to that. It might be attending an event you wouldn't have because you might meet someone who would have a connection. It might be hiring a business coach. It might be what, whatever the thing is. It just helps you come up with bite-sized steps to work towards the goal. But wouldn't you all agree that I swear when we have goals that are so far out, sometimes 
we either dream, dream way too big and our journey, you know, we're kind of figuring it out and finding our purpose in way as we go. And, or we, we don't dream big enough. We actually like yeah. lap ourselves a few times. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, one thing I wanted to ask you about Darla is we talk about, um, we were talking before we were recording. And one thing I love that you're talking about is, um, putting God in a box. Can you kind of expand upon that and how it pertains to kind of this life's purpose journey? Well, I think, I think sometimes, okay, so let's take the example we've been talking about. Like you feel like God is asking you to do something like Mm -hmm. you're feeling propelled or pulled towards something to do. And in your, in your finite mortal mind, you think, oh, there's no way that could ever happen. You know, I got, I've got this constraint and this constrainer, you know, I, I, that could never happen. Mm -hmm. And so by the constraints that you have in your own mind, right. you put limits on God mm-hmm. and what he can do. Or maybe even like you're, you feel, I don't know, I'm going to make something up, feel called to, to do something with candy and you're feeling this deep impression. And we might think to ourselves like, God doesn't care about candy. God has <laughs> yeah. way bigger fish to fry. Like he does not care how I'm going about my day. Like, what would you say to that person? I would say he cares. He cares. That's another thing that I say a lot is God is a personal God. Yes. He's, you know, God over a whole universe, but he knows you individually. He loves you and he wants to help you. And if it's important to you, if, if he's giving you that thought, then he's going to help you with it. Well, and don't you think also that there is a greater purpose that we, again, going back to, we can't possibly understand why candy is going to be a part of our story. Like if I feel inspired to start a candy business and I doubt myself, like, well, why does that matter? And how does God even think that that's important? Well, we don't have to actually understand that there are going to be experiences that we're about Mm -hmm. to have within and through the candy business. Mm -hmm. It's a great made up uh, example. (laughs) (laughs) Um, We don't have to understand that. Mm -hmm. It's not about the candy, is it? It's not even about the podcast. Right. Or right. any line of business. It is just, it's you taking forward motion and doing so with courage. And I actually, I'm so glad you asked Darla that. And let's turn the question back to something else that you touched on. I'd love for you just to um, expand on Becky is the iceberg analogy. Oh yeah. Cause that's, that's related to this as yeah. well. So the iceberg is something as I pray and a lot of times prayers in desperation are like, really God, like what in the world? Like, are you for real serious? Like (laughs) for real. And and we were even talking oftentimes I pray in the shower and I receive like really great inspiration in the shower. And one thing that has come to me again and again and again is we have this, well, we, I say me, I was the one, I had this vision of like me and God in this 50, 50 partnership and like he's giving me inspiration and direction and help and he's there. And, and then I do the work on the earth and it's great. And I had this like really slap in the face kind of revelatory moment where I was like, this is not 50, 50. Mm -hmm. When I think it's 50, 50, I almost overemphasize. And to be honest, place more importance on my role in it than probably I need to. And I realized I had this visualization come of an iceberg and there's 10% of the iceberg that's visible and 90%, all the movement, all the stability, everything with the iceberg happens and you can't see, and you're not aware of any of it. Mm -hmm. And that I feel like is how God is in my life is for, for instance, we received a strong impression to move one mile from our current home during the actual worst time on earth to move. 
and we're doing it. And I have no idea why. I have no idea why, and maybe I'll never know. But I know that there's a 90% that Heavenly Father is working on, and this somehow plays into his 90%, and I may never know. All I know is that, again, the reward has to be, it can never be about quantifiable data. It can't be about listens or exposure. Mm-hmm. It can't be Followers, about money. And numbers. listen, ask Becky. I mm-hmm. am an analytics goals junkie. I love it. Like, I love it. It's slightly annoying. But it is slightly annoying <laughs> to her. Because she's, she's long I don't overcome care. the need for analytics. And I, they're my, I love them. But here's the thing. We have to remind ourselves, the goal is... I don't care who you are. I don't care what your profession is or hobbies or inspiration. The goal 100% of the time has to be happiness, peace, and contentment. Whether it's your job or a purpose or a hobby or having kids, the end goal has to be I feel peace. I feel alignment with myself. I feel a connection with God. If that is not your goal, every other goal will fall short no matter how successful you are. Yeah. I totally agree. The word I was thinking of when you said that is become. Mm -hmm. It's just about who we become. Mm -hmm. All this other stuff that we do is just a vehicle. You know, like for me, he's telling me to do a podcast. That's just a vehicle. That's right. For him to use Mm -hmm. to help me, to mold me, to shape me, to Mm -hmm. become. Right. Something that he wants me to be. And I don't know, you know, I don't see that big picture. I don't mm-hmm. know. Mm-hmm. Like you said, it's that 90% that's yeah. buried. I don't yeah. know what he wants me to become, but he provides a vehicle for me to be able to do it. And that's all it is. Just become. And that's such a relief. It is. It takes all right. the pressure because off. I think that's just it. And that's kind of a, a rounding thought in my head is like, it's not our job to have this all figured out. We don't mm-hmm. have to. It's not, it's not a part of our responsibility. And that's freeing. I feel lighter just... Totally. remembering that. Right. Darla, yeah. where do people learn more about you and follow your podcast and get more of your insights on all of this? Cause this is so deeply inspiring. Well, on Instagram, I'm spiritually minded women and I have a website, same name, spiritually minded And that's a great place to go. And, and her podcast also. Yes. Spiritually, spiritually minded, minded women <laughs> search for that anywhere you listen to podcasts. Yes. Like I said, some of the most profound things I've ever heard are on this podcast. It is truly wonderful. And and I just, I, it just means so much to me that you are willing to share and take action on the ways that you have felt impressed too. Thank you. Can I share a quote? Please do. Okay. I don't know if I've shared this on the podcast. I for sure have shared it on Instagram, but it is one of our family's favorite quotes. Okay. Let's and it's hear from it. this movie, We Bought a Zoo. Have you guys seen that movie? Oh yeah. Yes. I we think a, a long zoo. time ago. I don't, but I don't uh, remember. It's Matt Damon's in it. So yeah. win-win. Okay. He buys a zoo, okay? And this is the quote. He says, you know, sometimes all you need is 20 seconds of insane courage. Just literally 20 seconds of just embarrassing bravery. And I Mm. promise you something great will come of it. Mm. I love that quote. Because really, sister friends, that is what we need. 20 seconds of insane courage. You Mm. get to the end of the diving board. All you need is the courage to jump. And what you find at the bottom is courage, is confidence, and inspired action. And no matter how it turns out, that big jump could end up being really successful or could be a total flop and yay for all of it. But it's never a flop because no, of what you gain. Because of you're what right. you learn. You're totally you right. Yes. My bad. You're totally right. You can initially have that thought that it's a flop if mm-hmm. it doesn't go according to your expectations, but it's not. You're right. It's it, not it a never flop. is. And sometimes 
when you're going off a diving board and it ends up being a flop, you win a contest. You just never know. <laughs> you just never know. Are you know. speaking for a friend? That Obviously. Maybe... <laughs> I am so grateful for this conversation. Darla, was there anything else that you wanted to add? You know what? I think a parting word would just be, be you. Mm. You, whatever you have, whatever your circumstances, you know, whoever, it doesn't matter where you were born. It doesn't matter who your parents are or how much money you have, or just be you. And it, you will do great things. You can help other people. You can become who you need to be, but just be you. Mm. Resounding amen over here. And remember that there are people in this life that only you will be able to reach. Much in the same way that God speaks to us in ways that we understand everything that's happened in your life, your circumstances, your experiences, your trauma, all of it provides you a way to connect with people. And there are certain people that have what only you can give. And so give it. And that's the reason why you need to be you. Yeah. Because there are people that you need to help. Mm-hmm. Like that can't said, be reached in any, any other, other way, way, right? And so if you're pretending to be someone else or if you're tr- just trying to you know, compare yourself, mm-hmm. then you can't do that. Mm-hmm. So just be you. And mm. it's way easier to just do that. It is way easier. Wear the stretchy pants and let it hang out. Come on. Be you. I happen to be wearing stretchy pants today. Well, Darla, thank you very, very much. And friends, thank you for carving out the time to listen and for joining us in this continued conversation about cultivating a good life. Nothing we have said is more important than the specific things you have most definitely felt that are personal for you. We invite you, as always, to write down those promptings, and most importantly, as we've talked about, act on them. We love you, we're cheering you on, and we look forward to being with you next week. Bye-bye. So Darla, let me hear you. Just tell me something about what got stuck in your teeth at lunch. Um, I think I have pesto in my teeth. (laughs) (laughs) Me too. I don't. (laughs) Did you not have pesto on your pizza? I didn't. I went for the margarita. Yes, right. (laughs) Who even are you? I know. I didn't go for pesto today. Well, no wonder Darla and I are the only ones with green things stuck in our teeth. It was bad. It was was bad. I was like, Like, good thing I looked in the mirror. I didn't notice though. Usually I notice that kind of stuff.